Check, check. Mic check. Okay. check. Hello, hello. Shazam, bam, wim, bam. We good to go, yeah? Yes, sir. Awesome. What's up, everyone? Welcome to the More Than Tattoos podcast. My name is Chris Powell. I am a husband, father, tattooer. Me and my beautiful wife own, and I say this last episode too, I think, but <laughs> Thousand Oaks in Springfield, Ohio, and uh, we're stoked. Stoked to be here. And this is my uh, co-host here, Tim. What up? Um, well, topics uh, kind of fun today. You know, it's something that uh, we revolve around a lot, and I just want to ask you guys a real big question here. Are you motherfuckers ready to blow up? On mm. social media. 1 million followers, 7.89 seconds guaranteed. Just follow these steps right here. This is it. <laughs> this is it. This is the actual <laughs> real thing. Yeah. You just take take a hoop, you light it on fire, and you run, and you just dive through that motherfucker. <laughs> and uh, then you have to record it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Don't forget yeah, that. Yeah, you have to record it <laughs> yeah. to prove it. Yeah, and then when you land, you, you roll, you stand up, and you do a little TikTok dance. Right, boom, right. That, I mean, it's gonna blow up for sure. <laughs> yeah, and then your Seven business point. Would you say eight nine seconds? Mm, something like that. Tested. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then we, your business is just good forever. <laughs> oh yeah, millions and millions rolling in. You know, you've always got inquiries. <laughs> All those products are being sold. You know, your Canva account has good blown up. Yeah. Plus, <laughs> the longevity of your business will be forever because all the TikTok audience is young. They're gonna right. grow up and they're gonna want to become your clients. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just gonna be out there forever you know yeah you just need the one video oh, but funny. uh no all all funny this aside <laughs> we're obviously being stupid here um yeah we wanted to touch on social media today and maybe relate to a lot of you tattooers out there because i feel like there is a i don't know if preconceived notion is the right word that you got to be an influencer you got to make videos to get tons of likes tons of hits you gotta you know you gotta follow the standard that i know when i get on my instagram i fucking see tattooers that are getting seven eight thousand you know Mm -hmm. um this sets the bar extremely high and i feel like you could fall into a trap of sorts to where it's like fuck i don't want to do that or i can't do that how am i gonna how am i gonna keep pushing forward Mm -hmm. and i think that the mindset we've had with a lot of our approach will resonate with a lot of you guys and hopefully ease the burden, lighten the load of, of having to perform on social media at that level. Wouldn't, wouldn't you say? Yeah, I would agree. And I like that you said fall into a trap because I think there are multiple kind of traps you can fall into. Um, just to touch on a couple, you can fall into the algorithm trap where you're just thinking, dude, I just can't get shit to hit. You know, the algorithm is working against me um, or just, you know, being the complete opposite is like, well, no, fuck that. It's not what it does, you know, and it's it's just I'm not I'm just definitely not being good enough. I don't know if caring about it that much either way really brings the most benefit to someone when they're trying to be like social or whatever. But uh, that's one. Another one is like you said, the influencer pathway is like, oh, I have to like constantly show up with my face and be energetic and constantly making people laugh. I don't think you need to do that either. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, there's, I think there's multiple kinds of traps that you can like fall into, really get sucked into that uh, will keep you from just showing up. 
yeah. you know, to the people that want your business anyway, which uh, it, it's part of the mindset that we have, right? Yeah. Is like, who are you really trying to attract or yeah. who are you trying to reach out to with your content? Yeah. What are your goals? Who are you trying to be? I think that's that's been something that we've had a lot of conversations about for sure. And would I say that having 100,000 followers, having videos that get that kind of views, would that help? Obviously, yes. Right. But what do the goods look like behind that? You know, what's the what's the skill level? What's the client relations? Like, what are you doing behind that? Because you could do a video that, that blows up and still be a turd, you know, and still uh, struggle to move forward or gain clients, but it's not really you're not really hitting the long-term goal. Mm-hmm. You know, people are maybe seeing this video and having these expectations, but then moving forward, you're not quite hitting that. And each person is leaving a little, a little underwhelmed or a little disappointed or a little, they were real hyped and it didn't quite hit this, you know, didn't quite hit that standard of that, right. what they thought, you know, the content you got of their stuff didn't quite hit that, hit that mark. And I think long-term, you may be winning short, but long term, you're not really capitalizing on that that potential. I get potential. I guess something that we've always done has shown up consistent, shown up with uh, caring about the clients and not really looking to hit viral. Not really looking to. Yeah, I mean, if you go to our page right now, what we got almost 17,000 followers. Mm-hmm. When I look at that, I'm like, what the fuck? You know, like that's not that many. When I look at like, I mean, I could get on my Instagram right now and probably pull up first 10 tattoos in my feed and they all got 50K plus followers. Right. You know what I'm saying? But I guarantee you on a business level, financial level, client relation level, we're right there with any of them. Mm-hmm. I almost guarantee it. Maybe not status or maybe, you know, in the industry, but that's not really what I'm even going for here, you know? And that's been something that uh, we've always have had in our mind while doing social media, wouldn't you say? Yeah, it's always been a good reminder for sure because, again, we're I mean, we're not the guys, you know? Uh, so, I mean, definitely you look at those numbers that other accounts have and you're like, fuck. Mm-hmm. Like, I – like, what – what could we do with those kinds of numbers? You know, what would happen for our businesses if that could be possible for us? Um, But it's a good reminder to know that we've got pretty much the same things, you know, like you said, we're right up there with them as far as like, you know, the financial side and the business relationship uh, style stuff. So you, you gotta like be able to separate yourself from the numbers a little bit and not play into the comparison game because, uh, again, it's a trap. It's definitely yeah. a big trap you could fall into. And when you do that, you miss maybe not every time because I think we've been consistent on building value with clients and stuff. But I think if you're too focused on the numbers all the time, you can lose the point in who you're trying to bring value to because then you find yourself just like – and some people like doing dances. But maybe you just, like, find yourself doing, like, TikTok dances. You do not want to see me doing TikTok dances. Right, dude. I mean, well. I would get made fun of so hard. Maybe I would go viral for that reason. See, and that's, like, you know, doing it for the right reasons. Because we have had videos go viral. um, And we've obviously talked about what that content was going to be before we made it. 
but uh, I don't know if we fully anticipated what it was going to look like on the other side of the screen, right? Yeah. You know, to because there's just so many different perspectives. Um, and I think that it got taken out of context in a lot of ways. Um, but, you know, there's definitely a way that you can just... Like, so many people make content about, like, the whole blow up and fucking... 30 days or something like that. Uh, so you could say there's like a step-by-step way to do it, but do you really want to bring yourself to do that? Are you going to do the, I guess you could say the right thing for the wrong reasons? Um, well, and I, I, I see so many tattooers get sidetracked by the social media aspect of things, but it's like, really, I think I think some of the main ingredients to to continue and not have to worry about blowing up is showing up with the right attitude, the right heart. Obviously, continue working on your craft, mm-hmm. continue growing your your skills and becoming a better tattooer, and then just being f- consistent at doing something. You know, I'm not telling you to to take acting classes and and you know upload three TikTok videos every day and follow the trends and which if you did would your account grow for sure yeah would your business grow for sure especially if you're a dope tattooer and like you know so i'm not saying don't but i'm just trying to ease the burden here of of being that because we've never been that you know um we we've never went out of our way to really focus hard on on growing and trying way. to like blow up yeah. go viral you know yeah we we show up consistently we do the best photos we can do the best tattoos we can we try to acknowledge and build the best relationships we can with the clients and now you know could book up months at a time with just repeat clients who are working on big projects you know that yeah they could have went two cities over they could have went a state over and got a tattoo for half the cost but they chose to come here for xyz but it wasn't because we're viral. It wasn't mm-hmm. because we started this new trend on Instagram. That wasn't the reason. It was just because we showcase the experience. We showcase the culture, you know, just by how we acknowledge people and in, in, in our captions and the environment inside the shop. Um, I think that's what people are really looking for. Now, I do think that there's a lot of people trying to grab that attention. So are you competing for that space? Yeah. Are there ways to get attention without making videos like viral, funny? Yeah, there is, there's plenty of ways you can. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think that uh, just, I just wanted to bring this up because it's so loud that you have to be viral. Like you have to fucking, if you ain't got a hundred thousand followers, like, are you even a good, right. You know, like, but that's, that's not true. It's not true. And you can be a fucking rock star, uh, and, and have your 5,000 followers, 10,000 followers, a thousand followers, and still do great, great things for great people, you know, and, and hit the goals that you set for yourself. Um, you know, so I, I, I think that's just something I wanted to address here early on uh, and, and really just kind of talk about our approach with social media. And because uh, I, I do think that if you fall into that trap, there's a lot of 
things that come with that mental health wise. Mm-hmm. And next thing you know, it's been six months and you're in a rut and you feel stuck and you ain't hitting your goals and you ain't doing this all because you don't want to be an influencer and you don't want to have to succumb to doing things on social media that you don't want to. So why even try? Why right. even do it? I don't want to, you know, like that's just not me. I don't, I'm, I'm just going to delete social media and, and then just eventually fall out of the tattoo industry, fall out of being self-employed and just get a job because I can just check in, check out. Because right. I don't want to be a social media person. You know? I will say hats off to the people that like fucking love doing like the TikTok, you know, yeah. dances and trends and stuff like that. And you're also a really strong artist. And on that, you have like a good business end because let's face it. You're the trifecta. Yeah. Man. yeah. You who, fucking who, uh, Matt, Matt vault vault. Yeah. Him. I think another one is Winnie the drew. Yeah. Makes fucking good content, yeah. you know, and involves his clients while he's doing that. So, Dude, I think there are definitely a handful of uh, um, it's a handful of tattooers that um, fuck, fucking brain for I'm gonna get it in a second. There's a handful of tattooers that are the trifecta right yeah. now, like with social media and everything. So, and they make just, it look easy, dude. They they you really know? really do, and they're fucking <laughs> killing it. But I'm like me, I'm like. I gotta be on camera. <laughs> You're gonna make me talk. Let me let me take let me take this paragraph and break it down into sentences so right. I can say one at a time and, and get my thought across. Right. Uh, yeah. So it's been tough. We've had this conversation a lot, uh, but I've just never bought into the making it huge on social media. You know. Um, maybe with this podcast in a more natural setting, more natural conversation, maybe so happens to get some of that and it, and it, and it works great, but that's not really what I'm going for here. You know, um, I've always said that, uh, you know, gradual steps I think is, is stronger. And over the past, over the past, what five years we've grown, uh, we've doubled our Instagram followers. I think we were around 7K, now we're around 17, so a little over doubled. Uh, but I would I would say a lot of those followers we've interacted with, a lot of them have, if not became clients, they tr- they wanted to and follow closely. Um, yeah, we've never really paid for, we've never paid for followers. I think we've no. ran a few ads, but, and I know you've tried to get me to run ads for a long time and I just have never been one to want to do right. that. Um, so I think a lot of the following is authentic. Uh, you know, maybe we don't get a ton of engagement from a lot of those followers, but. And I want to say that's another trap to fall into as well is like the whole advertising thing. But, um, with that, I want to, I want to be really careful with what I'm saying because I still believe that it's very, very beneficial. I mean, it's marketing, you know, I think we said in the last episode that, you know, being self-employed, you take all those hats. So marketing is just as big of a hat as fucking, um, you know, being the worker, the employee, or the yeah. artist in this situation. Yeah, and probably even more so if you're not trying to, like, if you don't have the personality type to go viral. Mm-hmm. Because I was just watching a video just yesterday, and I know uh, Logan Paul, to me, seems pretty cringe, but they were talking on this podcast and about, about Prime, and like, where, where's all your money? Like, how do you, what do you do? You know, like, 
some companies out here spending millions and millions of dollars on marketing advertisement. But Logan's like, I don't have to market shit. I am the marketing, you know, like that eliminates millions of dollars of having to spend to get attention just because of who they are. Right. You know, so obviously there are pros to that. Um, yeah, so a little side tangent. But. And that's that's even interesting on its own because, I mean, he does marketing for his own shit, right? So it's like I don't kinda, think so. But I always see videos of him like in the gym and shit. Right, he is the marketing. But someone's making that video. So you, he may have a team. He may invest in a team, but I'm talking about like literally spending dollars for ads, being paid to put on gotcha. billboards and being paid to be put here – like he's the marketing. Like you don't have to pay for actual pushing his product because he just fucking make a sixty second video and blow and up. millions of people see it. Why pay for, you know, the team and that stuff's different. That's investing in the I guess business. That, yeah, that but, makes sense. But it's still it is in a sense marketing. You know, because mm-hmm. someone's creating the content. But I just I seen that video and I thought that was interesting. Yeah, that's yeah. crazy that he doesn't pay for any kind of ads. Yeah, at all. Just, I mean, I. I mean, I fucking guess it makes sense. Gets on the podcast, yeah. says his prime bottle on the table, and <laughs> but let's also <laughs> you know. just be clear that that motherfucker's fought some dudes, yeah. you know, some real like. Well, what? he's been around YouTube for what a decade and a yeah. half now, you yeah. know, um, which comes back to consistency. But he's also done a lot of dumb shit that D- I just. And like, that's what I was gonna say as well. To do. <laughs> he's fought some crazy. Didn't he like fight Floyd Mayweather or something? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So like. Fuck that. I'm not doing that. I'm going to get murdered. Yeah. And then second, I'm not going to do all the dumb shit that he did to like yeah. get all that stuff, you know. But you always say you want a million dollars, don't you? <laughs> you know. So, I mean, it's definitely some sort of sacrifice here. Um, but is it really, though? Well, I, th- I think if you are good at marketing, it's the highest paying job in the world right now. It is. I think that you have more potential to make money with with being a good marketer than than anything. And companies will throw money at you just to uh, to speak on their product for thirty seconds. You know. Yeah. But but circling back to goals, like most most of us don't want that. Most of us just want a good life with some retirement, with some savings, with you know a nice house and a car and a family. And, and just a comfortable, a more, a little more than comfortable life. They don't mm-hmm. need all the fucking shiny bells and whistles. That you're right. Um, you know, which uh, I think for a lot of tattooers, it's it's feeling tough right now. You know, you hear you hear the economy is tough, and you hear. Uh, I think that's the main thing I hear is like people just don't have money right now, which. Starting this Ryan Roy class, I think that uh, he talks a lot about money and is is kind of looked at as energy. You know, energy, it just comes and goes, and there's a forever ending amount of it, you know, and it's like you can block that energy flow by by certain beliefs that you have about it versus living in an abundance and just believing that there's a infinite amount of it and it can, t- can it can flow to me in any amount, you know it's there, and it's funny how even in my own business I've experienced these feelings, and I've witnessed people on the team experiencing these feelings, and and literally just flipping the switch, 
and just deciding, okay, that's not accurate. That's not a true belief. It's there. I just need to find it and I need to unblock that, that energy flow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and I f- have fucking dealt with it within the past year, you know, to where I'm like second guessing, thinking, having doubts, you know, Oh, what if the economy is, you know, in it? And I'm sure there are a lot of people right now that maybe feeling the sting. I also think there's a lot of people right now who are chasing their own passions and dreams and not wanting to check into a nine to five. Um, right. I think that's huge. And yeah, we see now hiring signs everywhere, but maybe two or three of, of the employees at each place have just started their own business, have started their own company. They figured out how to make money online. They figured out how to go out and, uh, you know, start their lawn mowing service or whatever, you know what I'm saying? Um, so uh, f- for me, it's, it's really hard to fall into that, that feeling. And when I did, I could tell how it affected how many clients I was booking, you know, how easy it was for me to deliver the cost you know, all those, those beliefs I had trickled into that flow of energy and maybe would make second people second guess it or not see the value or, um, just not feel great about it. Maybe, um, I don't know. Does that, I mean, I feel like I'm onto something here, but at the same time, I feel like I'm just rambling. I mean, it was all good. Preach brother. <laughs> you know, preach. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I think that there's a lot of headaches with social media, and that's why I hired Tim here. That's right. <laughs> you know, because I didn't want to do it. And, Problem solver. Um, and if I had to be the face of it, I would probably not. I would do bare minimum for sure. And I will say, it uh, when I started out with social media, and even now, like we said, it's I can look at social media and tell you which I do say at the shop, like, dude, social media likes when you put your face on it, you know, show up, like physically show up. People like to be able to like look at your eyes while they're like, can kind of see your mouth moving and hear music or, or your uh, voice rather. So there's things about it that I picked up on and have done testing and stuff, but um, it's definitely not the baseline and the content that we make. And it does really good. I think that it does, um, it brings a lot of value to clients that not a lot of tattooers are talking about it in the way that we think about it, I think. Um, so I think it'd be cool to jump into a little bit of that. Like um, who maybe the question to ask is who do you think we're providing value to when we have clients, right? So in your opinion, how do we do that? How do we provide value to clients? Through, like, social media. Treating them halfway decent. (laughs) (laughs) You you know, I I see so many tattooers uh, make memes about clients or, like, man, if I have one more person reach out to me via DM and not email, like, it specifically says in my bio I'm going to flip. Or something. It was maybe an exaggeration, but we just give people grace, man. Mm -hmm. You know, like... They're not tattooers. They don't know, you know, especially if you aren't loud and clear about your your operations, you know, like they don't fucking know. But right. tattooers are so quick to hate on some on some clients. And it's like they're the ones that are 
helping you know like they're they're trying to give you money and like wear something that you do on their skin forever and you're gonna hate on them on because they they use some they may have said tack gun instead of right (laughs) you know (laughs) um, made you cringe a little bit yeah or how many tattooers will just be like oh that's a dumb idea i'm not yeah i'm not the artist for you and then just fucking you know see ya so for me i think that's that's something that we've always done to bring value to clients and I seen a Facebook video a while back and it was just talking about the blue ocean. And I think that that, let me, I guess I could just break down kind of what that means a little bit. Like what's your blue ocean, right. like whatever industry you're in, whatever business you're in, whatever you're doing, like, where's the gap? You know, if I'm looking at other businesses and I'm looking, okay, this guy, this person does this, he's really good at this. And this person does this. And I'm, I'm, I'm seeing where's the gap, where can I fill in that space? Like, where's the what am I good at that could stand out essentially? And for me, I think that I've always been good with people. I've always been able to make friends pretty easy. I get people to like me. Uh, I feel like that's always been on my side. And I feel like in the tattoo industry, I stood out for that reason. And I think that I've built a lot. I mean, uh, clients that I haven't worked with, like Trey, Trey Clum, who jumped on the Instagram live right before we got on. I tattooed him nine years ago, eight, Damn. nine years ago. That's when I was crazy. first starting. And he's like, oh, hey, what's up, man? You know, and just, and just remembering, oh, you moved to Florida. Are you back in Ohio? Like, just small thing, you know, um, because I took the time to try to build that relationship and actually care about this person. And right. I think that is highly looked over in the tattoo industry, you know, and, uh, and I think a lot of my clients, I build my tattoos around their vision versus just like what I'm looking to do. You pick what I want or you go get tattooed somewhere else. Like I don't really operate that way. You know, obviously I'm looking to take on certain projects and I will turn turn people away. But like I try to do it in like the nicest manner, you know, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Uh, just because I care and they were willing to to pay me money to mark them forever. Right. And I think that, I think that's awesome. You know, I'm grateful for that, even if I didn't want to do it. But um, that's kind of my blue ocean. That's kind of what I look for. You know, I feel that gap of just being nice to people, you know. Dude, and I can confirm that, that it would, you know, it was a lot of conversation about that. No matter what we were really doing, it could have been uh, how how we're building captions online, what kind of content we're actually posting. Uh, but it also went to like emails and messaging, how we were even talking to people. I think I brought up in like the first episode that, um, you know, giving a fuck about how or who you're providing a service to had never mattered to me really before. Outside of like working in a kitchen, because obviously I want to make good food, but I also just want to eat good food. Did you care you know? more about the people you're serving or the plate you were serving? I cared more about my plate, and that's absolutely right, you know? And I, uh, dude, funny enough, I feel like I fell into that trap early on in my, like, career as a videographer, too, because I just, like, again, wasn't getting it. I wasn't getting who I was providing value to. I was providing value to myself while I was making videos, because it was really only being thought of in a way that like, oh, do I think this looks good? I guess I was trying to provide value to you as well because like good photos are obviously like rewarded with like, hey, that looks fucking mm-hmm. great. But um, it was never 
really about the client or like who I was trying to serve really until we started to get into this. It was really messaging and like how we talk to people. And then I kind of realized, oh, you can have a voice, right? So we're creating this like brand voice rather or this like belief that no matter what you're doing, they are the ones that you're trying to bolster and build up because why not? It's that you only have, um, I mean, quote unquote, you only have so many sessions with them until their piece is done or whether it's a sleeve or, um, whatever, but they, you know, you stay with them forever. They're going to wear that tattoo forever. And you only get so many hours with that person to build a strong relationship with, you know, and social media is really good too, because you can stay connected. Like you said, that dude popped in nine years later and was like, what's up? So it's cool that you can still stay connected. Right. But how often does that really happen? Um, and I, you know, I would like to think it happens a lot, but I don't know that it happens a lot. Right. With any people that are really strong, it just doesn't seem like you said the industry is strong at really to the maximum giving a fuck about people. And of course it's getting a lot better. I, think. I was going to say, I think right now there's more of that than ever. And maybe it's just what I'm looking for. So it's what's standing out to me and I'm noticing, but, uh, and I, and I say all this, but I also want to follow it up with like, you could, you can do that and still have your following. Like there, there's no really wrong way. You're just, I, I think that you're just getting into a circle of people that, resonate relate and now it's just a bunch of people that are have the same same mindset hanging out but i feel like there's way more people at least the kind of clients that i'm looking for business owners uh you know like dentists and de- shit. You know, doctors I'm, I'm seeking out people of stature higher higher status uh and i think that this resonates more in that community than a community that's kind of um, satire-y. <laughs> I don't yeah, think that's I, the right word. But I, think you, I think satire is a, um, it's like kind of like topical. It's what's relevant to yeah. the context you're saying it in. So I, I do think that's a good way of putting it. Yeah, I, I don't really know how, the, how <laughs> else to explain good. it. But, um, you know, so it's, it's kind of refocusing on who you are, who you want to be, what kind of people you want to attract. Now, now, would you say that in the beginning it was obviously hard to to say these things, but maybe felt like you mean it? Oh, for sure. Because, uh, well, first off, I hadn't fully understood. Um, you know, I was just learning how to start giving a fuck. I mean, it sounds silly, but I like saying that because it it really felt that way. I was trying to. It's like, uh, it's like trying to run a mile when you've never run a mile. You have to put effort into that. So, like, giving a fuck, like, took real steps to getting it, right? Yeah. And then another part of that, even when I sometimes um, didn't fully feel it and it felt like I was speaking for someone else's brand, it's because I hadn't really latched onto ownership of it and, like, understood why I was giving a fuck. That sounds, again, sounds psychotic a little bit, but it's like, um, I had to like, let that whole, like, this is the person I'm trying to create, like produce content for. It's like someone, it's like, you've contracted me to work and this kind of thing. And I'm trying to do my own thing. I had to let that kind of go to start 
seeing that it's also my voice in this and like i care about these people too yeah um so it was a struggle but i think that once i had ownership of what i was like a part of and like really seeing that people gave a shit like um one client dj um DJ, DJ is the man. I think we're real. gonna have him on here for sure. He's a uh, eye surgeon, animal eye surgeon. He owns Dude. three or four different uh, institutes, animal eye institutes. I think that's the name of them, right? Animal yeah. eye institutes throughout the country and speaks uh, in other countries and and, and teaches uh, other eye surgeons. You know, shit. talk about, <laughs> yeah. talk about talk someone that's like pushing their own niche in social media is him because he posts stuff on social media that you wouldn't otherwise see anywhere. Like, like actual photos of like animal eye surgery happening. And it's not for everyone. I could see it like looking at that and then being like, Oh, that's fucking crazy or gory. But dude, that's his niche. It's literally what the people in his field are looking at day in and day out. And I don't know if anyone else had shown up like that. Because I've tried to go into the rabbit hole out of curiosity, but... Yeah, um, couldn't find any. No, but just to go back to, like, um, you know, he's a he was a, a big client that really solidified for me that, like, dude, me giving a fuck has, I think, led me to this relationship, and obviously he gives a fuck about us. This is just good. I mean, yeah. it just feels good. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Matt Van Fossen, he's another one, just Great like dude. a fucking homie, you Fam- know? Family right there. Yes. So it was, you know, I think people like that, and obviously a lot of really good conversations, because I'm such a I-need-to-talk-it-out person, yeah. you know? Um We've we've got a couple people in yeah. our life like funny, that too. Funny story about Matt. Uh, yeah, we I said did his half sleeve. I think we did three or four sessions on it, and uh, he ended up inviting us out to his wedding, uh, which was like it was like two hours away or something. And we showed up like right on time. Like I, I now realize, even after going to my sister's wedding this past you know two months ago or so. Like, you're supposed to show up a little bit earlier. Yeah. <laughs> like, we showed up right at the, the time, and I'm, like, walking up, and I now see them standing at the altar, like, looking through the door outside, inside, and they're standing. I'm like, I can't open this door right yeah. now. <laughs> we could not do they're that. They're going to think that someone's going to say no or something. You Objection. Know? <laughs> you're right. <laughs> it's like, uh, so, we, so we basically I watched them get married through the window of the door right. and then hung out with about 200 people that was wondering why couple we were of there. tattooed fuckers were there you know but uh, great wedding though they, yeah. they had a lot of fun yeah that him uh matt and sam awesome people yes you know uh beautiful little kids second one uh if not here on the way will be here real soon uh which is which is exciting you know? yeah um but yeah we could go on there's there's plenty of clients we could we could bring up right now and talk about but but it was people like that, those kinds of clients that solidify for me and, you know, even just starting out provided me the value or the, I, I guess, like the proof, the proof's yeah. in the pudding. Like, dude, these yeah. people like actually give a fuck. I'm yeah. not just faking it. Like, I, I look forward to seeing these people and I'm excited and I care about where they're at in their lives. You know, I've even taken family photos for these people, you know, uh, which I don't do. You know, I fucking hate doing family photos, but I love doing it for them because it felt like family. Yeah. Right. Um, so, yeah, ownership's big. 
you know and i think there's there might even just be a lot of people that feel a disconnect with their own career um i mean you just said it 24 7 365 you know it's a the whole like being self-employed is a uh it's a lifestyle because when do you really clock out you know you know you can set up boundaries and stuff like that but you're still living it um and uh fucking brain fart god damn it (laughs) i had it it was right there oh we've covered we've covered a lot of shit so far um but dude we could drive this point home all day like building those relationships you know whatever that looks like you know whoever you connect with whatever you know but uh treating people like they matter i found for 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 my business for our business that it fucking helps a lot you know now it also helps being in an environment where other people are are giving you that type of uh feeling back you know they're going out of their way to to build you up or uh you know, because I, I get it. we all have hurt in our lives or have came from places that uh, maybe left us. A chip on your shoulder. Chip on our shoulder, charred, you know, bruised. Um, and now uh, I like to say hurt people hurt people. And that's just how we show up. And we sit back and wonder why everyone's so mean and grumpy when really they're just fucking mirroring our attitude, you know. Right. Um, but it's, it's definitely a challenge to change in the beginning to just live into this and not feel like the imposter syndrome or like i'm being fake right now uh you know it makes me think of the the quote fake it till you make it i don't think that's 100 percent true i think you have to believe i think you have to believe it first you know and then but uh you might be skeptical but you're you're definitely when you start going down that pathway, you keep going down that pathway because even you believe in it a little bit or taking some sort of ownership and notice it, you might not be sprinting, you know, in that direction, like perhaps you did or how you feel like you did with your career, like just having a natural knack for really caring about people. Um, but yeah, I think that some people do get a disconnect with their own careers in that way because they are so, Perhaps if you're a tattoo or just art driven, you, I'm certain, maybe I can't relate to this entirely, but you could probably forget that you're really tattooing real people, you know, and really just be hyper fixated on like what I'm creating, not really who I'm creating it for, which I'm not saying that that's wrong, but I don't think that you can't do both. You can create really strong artwork or provide a really excellent service that you care a lot about, but you could be doing it because you care about the people that want it from you, you know, and then, um, you know, just like, I'm curious for anyone, is there anything you could say to people that just maybe they, that hits them, they hear these things and they're like, man, I need to step it up or like, maybe like, well, damn, what am I doing wrong then? Or how can I start fixing it? Like, what is something for you that you feel like has always just made it easy for you, I think, to want to give a fuck or like to give you that natural knack at it? It's mm. a good question. I think I just go back to growing up with my grandparents you know, uh, I had someone in my life who really cared and just went out of his way to teach, show, 
show up for me, be there, you know, and care about the outcome of my life. So I notice when I'm going through periods of time and I don't have someone like that in my life to help build me up. You know, because we all got that, like, voice in our head that, no, maybe you're not worth it, or no, you shouldn't do that because this might happen, or the X, Y, Z. But to have a coach or a mentor or someone who can feed into me and let me know that I'm doing the right thing, that I'm worth it, that I, you know, build me up, I think that that, having that makes me want to give that. If that make, you I know, mean, it makes sense. Um, having a community, power of association like we talked about, uh, uh, having a positive team you work with, a good work environment, all those things that help me build build me up now. I feel like I have some love in the tank to give kind of thing. It's I like said. the pay it forward type of thing, you know, like butterfly flick, you, a butterfly effect. Yeah. You open the, this door for one person, Maybe a little hold it open for the next. And that just like keeps going. Yeah. And that's been like four hours since the door's been open. Like anyone's actually opened the door from themselves. Yeah. Well, and it's, I think it's also like, uh, you know, we all want that attention. We all want the pat on the back. We all want to be seen, acknowledged. But if I'm not getting that, I'm trying to think how I want to say this. Um, what we say what do i always say if if you if everyone shows up and sees what they can get out of the room there's nothing left in the room to give but if we all yeah. show up and bring value and love to the room now there's an abundance for everybody right so if i you know if people are showing up and build me up build me up it's so much easier to give because i'm fed now that's not always the case and you're going you might you might have to 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 run on empty and still put out, you know, not feel, you know, you might have to fight that. But, but to answer your question, I think the one thing that has always helped is just putting myself in in an environment to be fed, to feed. I don't know if that makes any sense. It does make sense. Makes sense. But I love the quote, you know, I love that, that, that train of thought. If we all show up to the room to, to get what we can from it, there's going to be nothing left in the room to get. Yeah. And on the flip side of that, if we all show up and provide and bring value, now there's an abundance and everybody can eat. I love yeah. I love that train of thought, you know. Uh, and it's so easy being, for me, being self-employed to show up at the shop and be like, okay, what can I do to move my, my shit forward? How does this benefit, you know, how can, I, how can I show up here and continue to grow my business versus, you know, what I should do is show up and like, how can I feed? How can I help this person? How can I get them booked? How can I get them set up? How can I make today a better experience for their client? How can I, you know, how can I do these things? And if everyone's doing that, oh, it's a fucking fun place to be. Yeah. Like everybody feels stoked. Everybody's happy. And I think that will light an environment on fire. I don't know. That's my that's, that's my long winded question <laughs> or <laughs> long winded answer. <laughs> yeah, I think that's good stuff. And I can, I mean, I've been it. You know, I've been in it. I've seen it. You know, I, albeit, usually locked in the computer recording or something like that. But uh, you know, I like being around you know clients and stuff like that. Being out in the open, um, it's it's good stuff. 
it's definitely good stuff and being in that environment. Yeah. What's what's been the most uh rewarding experience you've had from social media or over these past five years? Do you there's something uh off the top of your head that's like, oh that was a fucking big moment. I mean it's definitely the prolonged relationships I've gotten with your clients, for sure. Um, you know, client sending us fucking wine and like bringing me hot sauces. That's I mean, DJ I, again. yeah, <laughs> you know, and I, he's a big example of it because that's like fucking again, proof is in the pudding. You, when you actually make an impact on someone's life that they really give that much of a fuck about you, um, that they would do something like that for you, which it, it doesn't happen frequently. You know, I don't, I can't tell you the last time outside of that, that just some random person or maybe a better way of saying it. I can't tell you at another career field I was in that just randomly someone that I had blessed came up and was like, dude, I think you're doing great. I fucking appreciate you. Here's this. Just just hot sauce because, you know, he knows I like hot sauce or whatever. But, yeah. um, you know, that touched my heart in a way that for sure I was doing the right things, you know, and I was yeah. doing it for the right reasons. Um that's yeah it's just big for me like the mm-hmm. relationships i've gotten with people well i know we hit you guys with a lot of this one uh in our last episodes or hour hour and 20 we're gonna keep this one a little shorter but uh, i just want to say i appreciate you guys for showing up you know it's uh it's it's exciting to be here and i still get nervous as fuck before every episode and, <laughs> uh you know i i i'm excited though i'm grateful and I'm really looking forward to see where this goes, you know, so I appreciate you guys checking in and I'm going to hand it over here to Tim and he'll run you through some things and we'll be out of here. Heck yeah. Well, likewise, really appreciate you guys showing up and, uh, stick around with you while we beat you over the, uh, the, <laughs> the head with the emotional stick. But, um, yeah, if you would like to support, you can always do that for free. Just drop us a like, hit that subscribe button bell stay notified when we get uh episodes out to you guys on whatever platform you enjoy spotify youtube apple podcast um all that good stuff and we want to ask you a question who would you like to see on the show if you could have one tattoo artist drop their name below um send them the video send them the link to the podcast whatever it is that they you know listen to or whatever but we're curious we'd like to know if you'd like to uh, follow us on socials. It's at more than tats on Instagram. Uh, feels bad saying it every time, but uh, <laughs> cringe. <laughs> but uh, more than tattoos on pretty much every other platform. Uh, you can find Chris here on Instagram at Chris Powell Tattoos. You can find me at Saul Good X. And yeah, that's about all I got. Oh, sorry, we got a website with merch. Plug the hat. You can go uh, get yourself a beanie, a shirt, hoodie. We got all that good stuff there. Grab a sticker. Support the show financially if you feel called to do so. We also have a Patreon where you can get exclusive Patreon content uh, with merch of their own. Yeah. So go peep that out. Check out what uh, what different tiers we have. We've not really talked about this stuff too much. Eventually, yeah. it'll get get easier yeah. to talk about. Well, I, and- I, yeah, and I think that uh, you should be able to see all that on there as far as like what you get for each tier. But you know we got a couple good good things that are funny funny entertaining Mm -hmm. videos that are about to pop up and you're going to want to check out so uh 
yeah that's all i got without further ado appreciate you guys for watching this episode of more than tattoos and we will see you on the next one later peace